Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we're going to dive into productivity in a very fresh perspective from what you are going to expect. So let's start at the beginning, everybody. Hello, business rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan. I'm your host for today. I'm a tenured master business coach and growth strategist, think marketing for about 20 years now. I'm the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., a coaching practice specializing in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. Nothing like owning your marketplace. I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that I founded a number one international best-selling business book series for small businesses and a number one. I think we have two number one internationals out of our five books. Uh, but don't worry about that. We'll share a little bit more about that later. Most importantly, this is what you need to know. All good things are never created in a silo. It takes more than one person to make the magic happen. So I knew that, and I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our tenured experts, number one international best-selling business author, Carlton Hoskins. Welcome, Carlton. Hello, Maggie, and thanks for having me back. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have some fun with this. Everyone, it's important for you to know who Carlton is because he teaches small business owners a system to identify and then smash through growth roadblocks so they can beat the death rate statistics of businesses and achieve more than $250,000 in annual revenue. Boy, we need to be hearing from you because the small business sector is definitely underserved and they need to know how to do this. Thank you for being so awesome, making this your mission and for being one of our returning authors. It is always super exciting to be here with you, Maggie, and have this conversation with all the people who needs to hear what's really going on. Let's make sure that you can hear me clearly. Yeah. Okay. So I might need you to talk up just a little more. You're a little quiet. Uh, so I want to welcome you, Carlton, because this is whew, this is your fourth episode in your mini series here on our, our podcast. And you are all about helping business owners and entrepreneurs really succeed. And I think I just shared that. Your chapter is chapter eight in volume five, and it's titled, You Decide to Fail or Fall. Both are proven processes. I love that because both are proven. You can fail and you can fall. So um, let, let's take our listeners down a little bit of memory lane here. Should we start there? Yeah, I think that would be a good way to begin. Okay, so Carlton, you have your mini series here going on our podcast. And in your first episode, which is episode 208, you spoke about failure not being required and the misunderstanding of failure versus falling. 
And I say it's very important for everybody to know the difference. So I'm glad that that's where we started the conversation. And then you moved into your second episode, which is number 217. And uh, we discussed the Mad Hatter and the Mm -hmm. Mad Hatter method. Oh, my gosh. And how business owners are wearing multiple hats in their business and that's not serving them so well. And then in the third episode, which is uh, number 227, Carlton, you talked about sequencing and the tackling of business development tasks at the correct time. So that's where we've been. (sighs) Got to take a breather there. (laughs) Okay. From the beginning, this mini series in our podcast has really been about how business owners can increase their chances of success and avoid failure, avert, avert, avert failure. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the next issue business owners? Well, we know there's lots of issues that business owners are facing, but what's the next one you want to address that's going to minimize our stress and uh, minimize our failure? Awesome, Maggie, that's an awesome question. So the next issue that I think business owners face is, are you ready for this? Okay, bring it on. Neglecting neglecting their genius. Mm. Now, Now, this really digs deeper into the results of using the Mad Hatter method to own and operate a business. And for all intents and purposes, this neglecting of one's genius must be avoided or it becomes the poison that slowly destroys our entrepreneurial spirit. Mm, I like that. Now I understand that, but I'm sure a lot of people are saying, what do you mean when you say business owners are neglecting their genius? Awesome. When I say neglecting their genius, speaking directly to the solution provider who came up with the idea to start the business. Whether uh-huh. it was putting a restaurant, a hair salon, a marketing firm, a coaching business, whatever. They started a business because they came up with a solution or they have a skill set to offer a solution to the market that wants or needs that particular solution, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, someone comes up with an amazing cup of coffee. And so their genius was creating the recipe not necessarily running the business. Amen. Amen. So this is the case for many business owners. They figured out their how, how to make better coffee, how to create a recipe, how to make your hair look better. But running a business is not their genius. You know, Carlton, I agree with you. I, you know, people come to me and they say, I should know how to do this. I said, no, not necessarily. You have an expertise of whatever their what is, their it, right? Like you right. just said. And if they knew how to run a business, they would be doing what I do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what you do. So, you know, it, it's, it's knowing what your genius is, right? You know how to help. Absolutely business owners. I know how to help business owners. That's why we're in the business of helping business owners. We're not in the business of making a good cup of coffee or cutting hair well. So I love this point. So you say, but running their business is not their genius. So are you saying that business owners shouldn't go into business? 
Oh, not at all. Absolutely <laughs> not. I, I'm, I'm saying, as simple as I can say it, Maggie, don't neglect the genius. That so, you already example, have, right? That you already have, because it's part of you, right? Okay. So, for example, I love watching Shark Tank, and you know I love doing analogies. Um, often you hear business owners pitch a concept, say, I created a new car tire. One of the things that get them stuck is that they've created an amazing product. Yay for them. <laughs> but rather than building a team of experts who know how to run this business, they go into their ungenius. I'm going to call it their ungenius. There you go. And they attempt to build a manufacturing company and run this business with their limited expertise. And they're not experts at building factories. They're not experts at this. They're, expect, they're experts at building tires. So in this particular building, in this particular example, why build a manufacturing company when you can go to existing manufacturers who already dominate the market and build a relationship there? This isn't to say, um, let me make sure you can hear me. Make sure my mic's working. Okay. Let's see, do I sound better now? Yes, there uh, you my go. My mic might be acting a little weird. Okay, perfect. Okay. Thank you. Um, so this is not to say that they should license everything they create, that entrepreneurs should just license away everything they create. <laughs> In fact, I'm saying if your genius is creating new hairstyles, spend your time creating new hairstyles, not trying to run a business. Stay in your genius or at least, at least be conscious of time and try to spend as much of it as possible in your genius. So yeah, maybe you might need to do some work. At first, you might need to spend time building the business, but never neglect your genius and work darn hard at getting to a place in your business that allows you to focus on what you do best. Okay. So let this, let's get this really straight. You're saying if an entrepreneur has a business idea that they want to implement, they shouldn't start a business? Instead, they should do what first? Okay. So Maggie, this is the stuff that you and I talk about all the Yes, time. it is. Yes, it is. This, is. this is where we start a coffee. They should determine that the product or service they want to offer to the market is actually something the market wants and willing to pay for. Yes. That's the first thing. Research first. first. <laughs> yes. Right? Don't put a dollar into it. Just do the research. Once they've determined that it makes sense and there needs to build, then they need to build a business. Point. We as entrepreneurs need to be honest with ourselves. This goes in mindset. And we'll talk about it in the next volume. But we need to be honest with ourselves. We have to evaluate, really know about running a business and be intentional about building a strong team if we know we can't do everything business, right? Yes, we need to bring yes. in our experts. Mm -hmm. So I remember while writing my chapter in the Brilliant for the Small Business Owner, Volume 5, I had a pleasure of interviewing some very powerful people. And Maggie, I got to thank you because you kind of encouraged me to interview people. And I had the opportunity to interview Shanna Mavis, Colette Portis, Natalie Farage, King, King. Oh my gosh, I can go on and on. But one of those people was Carl Myers. He's the CEO of Abundant. And this conversation that we're having right now, Maggie, reminds me of something he said. He said, so if you look at the different stages of your business and you do the proper things at each stage, it's not a huge amount of work. It's not a huge amount of work. Fact. Not a huge amount of expense. 
It's stuff you can do. Mm -hmm. But if you do the right things at the right time, it just saves you so much trouble further down the road. And so for me, that just lines up perfectly to the conversation. Well, it does line up perfectly with what you preach all day long. So knowing that, why do you believe? <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've had the pleasure of having many deep conversations with you. Why do you believe that business owners should get experts to team up with them? And um, is building a business really that hard that you have to have this team of experts? Yeah, and Maggie, to your point, there's actually stats to support that. And I truly believe business owners need to shun the, what I'm going to call is the guest next business model. <laughs> I love that. I wanna, we're going to quote that, guest next. That's going to be my new business model trademark right here on the podcast. And <laughs> get experts as fast as they can into their business. And yes, the data shows it. We have hundreds of users inside of our software. The one thing we see in the data is that most owners, and I mean over 95% of them, are in the seed stage, regardless of revenue, regardless of how long they've been in business. Oh, now, I, yeah, I first, would agree with that. Many yeah. of these business owners, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's amazing. And then at first, many of these business owners think our software is broken. It's funny to get some of these phone calls or get these messages and they hear the rant. You know, it's, <laughs> it's not PG, so I'm not going to say it on this call, but... <laughs> They have some words for me about the software, by the way. Um, <laughs> it goes, I've been in business for X amount of years and I've generated X amount of dollars. What is wrong with the beeping tool, right? Um, but when they take a closer look at their results and they realize, they come to quick realization that they left gaps in their business. They left important business development tasks undone. This isn't to say they intentionally neglected those tasks. By no means am I saying that. But it clearly shows we only do what we know as entrepreneurs and we don't address the rest of those things until they actually become a problem and hit us, hit us in the face. Yes. So I want to try to make this as clear as possible so business owners don't get discouraged off of what I'm saying. Business owners can take everything I'm saying and throw it straight into the trash can. <laughs> right? And so they will. continue running their business with the guest next model. Yeah. Yeah, they sure will. And they will run with the guest next model that has been around for 30 plus years. But I want them to remember this. It is important. The business death rate stat from the Department of Labor state, three out of four businesses fail before year 10 using the guest next model. How do I know this? Because the stat hasn't changed for 30 years. And that's what everyone's been using. Right. So if a business owner, if a business owner is okay with those odds, then by all means, continue running the business, guessing and learning through failure, but failure is not required. Right. Failure is not required. That's your quote all day long. So Carlton, for the business owners who really want to fall forward and not fail forward, what can they be, excuse me, what can they begin doing today? to best sequence their business idea or the business that they're already running? Absolutely. Um, and the first thing I would say is I would quote, and I had the opportunity to talk the other days, another one of the 
amazing guest in the in the in the book when I was doing the interview, um, Arturo Del Rio Jr. He's the CEO and founder of SalesMaster AI. Um, and through associates of associates, I found out this company is even bigger than I thought it was. Like this is huge, <laughs> and I've become really close friends. And he always says this. He says, ultimately, learning to relinquish control intelligently, delegating and listening to experts and allowing them, enabling them to do what they do best so you can focus on what you do best is critical. And I think that's the first thing an entrepreneur needs to realize. This is what I'm great at. I'm going to do that. Stuff I'm not great at, I'm going to go get experts. And of course, I always recommend that business owners determine which life cycle stage their business is in because the life cycle dictates which action steps need to be taken and then just follow the sequence. And they can do this in many ways. They can do this by going to Google search. They can look up business life cycle models and determine their business life cycle stage. Or they can simply take a free business sustainability assessment um, by going to shameless plug pillar5.com. Um, Carlton, we had a little bit of a drag there in that last statement. You said um, we can go to Google okay. for a business life cycle stage model and determine our life cycle stage or, and that's where you dragged. Oh, I'm sorry. Or they can take a free business sustainability assessment at pillar5.com. Got it. And yes, that would be the easier way, effective and efficient. We already know that. So that's really cool. Absolutely. Okay, Carlton, what are we going to be talking about in our next episode? Oh, we are going to go into the mindset. Um, I love Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant where he talks about the employee mindset, self-employed mindset, the business owner mindset, and the investor mindset. And many times we don't know which one we are. And sometimes we think that we are multiple. And there's some clarity to that. And um, I'm, I look forward to having this conversation on the next podcast. Oh, very, very cool. Okay, so that's a that's some um, tickler for what comes next. And thanks for your time <laughs> today, because we, we got to keep moving here. Um, listeners, this is how you can learn more and engage with number one international bestselling author, Carlton Hoskins. Start by reading chapter Eight in volume five of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And volume five in our series, because they all have the same name, is the one with the turquoise cover. And at the end of your chapter, you have an author's page. It shares a little bit about you. And we also have a business page. But at the bottom of your author's page, you have a special invitation. What is that invitation, Carlton? Um, at the bottom of our page, we encourage, and I think I kind of mentioned it already, business owners to go into uh, pillar5.com. They can take a free business assessment, business lifecycle assessment to determine which lifecycle stage their business is in. And Maggie, in fact, um, because of the book release, our dev team decided to up the free trial on that to 30 days. We were at 14 days Ooh. originally. Just so that, so if you purchase the Brilliant Breakthroughs for Small Business Owners Volume 5 or any of those, you can come in and get 30 days free on Pillar 5. Identify the life cycle stage and know what the next action step you need to take. Ah, and that's the important thing. And the next action step you need to secure your business success. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for your generosity. 
All right, and here's something else that's really cool. Right now you can see everything about volume five as well as all the books in the series and all the authors, but we're focusing on Carlton right now. So <laughs> you can go to your app store and download our app that's Brilliant Biz Book, Brilliant B-I-Z Book. And once you download that, we have a feature that's called Ask an Expert. I want you to scroll through and find Carlton Hoskins' name. All the authors are there, but find his name, click on it, and type him the question that you want answered from everything you've been hearing him say so far. It's really important. It's a free feature. How often do you get to have direct access to an expert, right? And, and Carlton, you're going to get an email and it's going to, right. it's awesome. yeah, and you're going to respond back and, you know, either you're going to give them their answer in the email or you're going to say, hey, let's jump on the phone real quick. So that's pretty cool. And I thank you for that. It's a great bonus. And last, everyone, I want you to feel free to go back and listen to Carlton's other episodes because he's sequentially building, see, sequence matters, um, the conversation. So that's episode 208, 217, and 227 in our mini series here with Carlton. Carlton, thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today. You just rock it every time. Maggie is such a pleasure. You are amazing podcast host. And I just love, love talking with you. They can record us anytime. I just love talking to you. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you. I, I don't know. It might not be good for them to record us anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but often often enough and listeners we Quite appreciate often. yeah yeah we really appreciate you listeners because without you we don't have the brilliant breakthroughs business podcast where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business shine brightly until next time